It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. just happened a minute ago. Jack Swarbrick sent me a note, and I have Cash App information so you can send some money. I'll get that to you later, though, okay? Is EV here? Do we have oh, oh, Miss e, the angelic? I don't hear the angelic I'm, tones. I'm here, Bill. All right. I thought, I thought you were stunned and you couldn't comment when you knew that Jack Swarbrick was soliciting you for money, so I didn't know what was yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's pretty funny. I I uh, I bet he has uh, Cash App and Venmo, and uh, what about Apple Pay? Probably, he probably, probably takes he probably takes Bitcoin. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> oh, that's a thought. <sighs> oh, Miss Evie with us. Okay, now first thing. Kevin Smith's been hired to be the running back coach. He's had a pass there with baby Kiff. What's the running back coach do when you walk in and there's Quinshawn Judkins? What are you going to tell him? Run the ball? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, one thing that's interesting is uh, Kevin Smith actually was there and helped recruit Quinshawn. So he just missed his freshman campaign, but right. he's absolutely well aware of what uh, Quinjon. Well, I guess everybody's aware of what Quinjon can do. But you're right, boy, what an embarrassment of riches to come into. Uh, Ulysses Bentley is no slouch, and uh, they've got a four-star running back from New Caney, Texas, Kedrick Riscano, who's coming in. So, yeah, Kevin Smith is walking into a pretty sweet deal, I think. So he was away for just one year down to Miami, right? Right, right. Well, I'm sure it's good to have him back. Is there anything else that's going to happen with his staff, or is it now intact? Um, I believe I believe it's intact right now. I think that you know, of course, you could end up we we end up with the the analysts. You know, we could have we could see some more analysts hired, but it's. As far as I know, the the uh, main key components of it are in place, and you know, Kiffin did a, a it was a really I think just a really good hire to get Smith back when uh, when Markel Blackwell announced he was going to be going to A and M. That was the former running backs coach. I think that announcement came out Monday. Uh, a lot of folks were 
thinking, uh oh, you know, because he was a a good coach. But boy, you know, I'd take I'd take Kevin Smith any day. Nothing against Blackwell, but Kevin Smith is very much uh, cream of the crop. Five star linebacker Sunterine Perkins. I know, got to get him out there in practice, get him ready. But is he projected as a starter? Eventually, I know Lane would not tell us that, but your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, no, Lane and Lane isn't going to really tell us anything. And I think uh, most people are wondering about the about the quarterback situation. We we wish we would he, we wish he would tell us something about that. But yeah, I think um, honestly there are a lot of of Ole Miss folks who feel like um, I mean media and fans alike, but definitely the the folks that are kind of in the know that think Suntering can come in and make an impact immediately. So do not be surprised at all if you see him out there starting pretty quickly. Is he midterm? Is he there now? Um, yes, I believe he is. I was just checking on that. Um, I'll, I'll double check on that for you. But um, I think we almost has 20 mid-year enrollees. And so that's, you know, I guess that's kind of the, the trend these days. You know, you, you sign in December and get that over with. And, um, yeah, then you, you join the team in January and get a leg up. So, um, yeah, that's just the, the kind of the, the times we're in right now. When I think of – and I don't know why my mind's going in this direction, but when I think of the best linebackers, probably the most recent best linebacker at Ole Miss would be Patrick Willis, right? Under Coach O. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm still a little missed he didn't get into the Hall of Fame, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I tell you, he would be definitely my yardstick by which I would measure linebackers. So one of the all-time all-time greats. Now, I do not see Suntering's name on the list of the mid-year enrollees. So, he may not be there until uh later this summer, but um I don't think it's it's going to be I, I don't think it's going to make a whole lot of difference. I think he's going to be one you and I are going to be talking about pretty quickly in the fall. Just an irony here with Patrick Willis. Now, this is a rare story. But it just shows you this could happen. It's it's incredibly rare. It's a needle in a haystack. When he was in high school in Tennessee, Brewston, Tennessee, I'd never heard of him. Nobody knew anything about him. Signs with Ole Miss, it wasn't like all these teams were trying to go get him. This guy makes the Pro Bowl, what, in the NFL? After his Ole Miss superstardom. You you mentioned and I mean he's in the debate for the Hall of Fame, but I think he made the Pro Bowl five six times. I swear to you, Evie, and I've done this for a million years. I'd never heard of him when he was at Ole Miss until he started playing. And that isn't that interesting. And was it um, was it kind of a little bit like Quinshawn Judkins uh, in the the running back position? You know, I mean, it kind yeah. of seems like he came out of nowhere for a whole lot of people. And to be as fantastic as he is and really didn't have a whole lot of 
major offers and was considered a three star. Um, we've had a lot of a lot of Ole Miss that kind of leads me to this. A lot of Ole Miss fans have been trying to put their fears at rest. You know, when the when Markel Blackwell left Ole Miss to go to coach running backs at A and M earlier this week. Of course, there were a lot of Aggies excited on Twitter and really interested in and tweeting at Quinshawn. You know, wanting Quinshawn to follow him. And but the deadline. You know, the one. It's pretty much the Wild West out there in terms of transferring. However, as you know, intra-conference transfers had to be um, initiated by February 1. So even though that next portal date will roll around May 1, Quinshawn will be in Oxford this fall. He has not uh, – he was not in, in initiating a transfer so by February 1, so he will be there. So rest easy, Rebs, on that one. Ole Miss, the defending national champions in baseball, also get started today. Now, again, I'm on Central Time. So are you. 3 o'clock, and they play Delaware. 4 o'clock. It's 4 o'clock. Uh, Is it Central Ole Time? Miss. Yes, okay. it's 4 o'clock Central. 4 o'clock Central time, uh, 5 Eastern. And, yes. Could not be more excited, and we're going to see freshman phenom now turned sophomore Hunter Elliott out on the mound, and really looking forward to that. And I tell you who I'm really, really, really looking forward to, and that's uh, Saturday's game where Collierville native Grayson Sonia will be on the mound for Ole Miss. And he turned down, uh, the Texas Rangers drafted him, and he opted to come to Ole Miss and really excited about seeing him play. How much of that pitching staff is back from the championship? Well, um, I tell you what, they've got, so Hunter Elliott is back. Um, Jack Doherty is back. Jack Bianco, Colts Bianco told us earlier this week is going to start out coming in from the bullpen. And, you know, there are those who thought perhaps he might, you know, be in the starting rotation and starting weekend rotation. And I think that uh, Bianco, you know, basically he's not going to say for sure. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, heck, I don't think Ole Miss had a, uh, had a rotation set uh, last year until pretty much almost going into regionals. So that was, that was kind of interesting. I don't think that's going to happen this year, but um Anyway, they've got some great pitchers back. They've got uh, Jackson Kimbrell back. Hunter Elliott is back. Um, also, to be honest, I think that the Sunday starter is going to be uh, Indianapolis transfer Xavier Rivas. He's really impressed during his time in the fall, as has Sonier, the, the freshman. So, um, you know, they got a good number of pieces back. They had a couple of injuries, uh, UCL injuries to some players, um, closers that I think, you know, you never want to have that happen. And I've seen that already happen with uh, Arkansas and LSU. So, um, you know, that that's, that's tough to see. Oh, Miss Evie with us, the Rebel Walk. If you could bet – on Tony Valls getting ejected this weekend before Sunday, <laughs> which way would you go? Uh, I think uh, I think there's probably a pretty good chance. I think he's going to come out fired up. The irony, Evie, is their pitching coach, Frank Anderson, who everybody wants, Texas tried to get him in the offseason, 
He's suspended for the first game, dating back <laughs> to the Notre Dame series. Isn't that ironic? I mean, he's, he can't be there until Saturday. Well, I guess he can be there, but he, he's not coaching. And then transfer from Cincinnati, who's going to start in right field, is also suspended because he got ejected in his last game at Cincinnati. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, you know, who's keeping up with all that? Somebody's got to be keeping track of it, I guess. But that, you know, Tennessee and Arizona, I'm I'm interested to see that one. Uh, you know, yeah. Ole Miss played Arizona last year um, in regionals, and, I'm, you know, they always have a solid program. So, you know, it's just interesting to me that I think D1 baseball's top ten, uh, seven of the top ten are SEC teams. And that's just, you know, with LSU on top and the Vols number two, Ole Miss four, A&M five, Florida seven, Arkansas eight, and Vandy ten. So, goodness gracious. It's deeper than football. What a league. It's literally deeper than football. Yes, it's just hard to to imagine. I'm really excited about uh, seeing some of these – some of these rebels that are, you know, we've got Peyton Chatagnier and, of course, Jacob Gonzalez, who I think now is is ranked maybe number three on MLB.com for projected draft picks. So um, really going to always fun to watch him. Um, Calvin Harris is moving over to catcher since Hayden Dunhurst is now in the big leagues. And, uh, boy, I can't wait to see Kemp Alderman, big Kemp Alderman, who will be out in left field this year. Um, he just, man, he if you hit the ball harder than Taiwan Malone, uh, you you got some power there. Is he going to be out there today, the big football kid? I From everything I hear, he will. I mean, I'm excited to see him play, too. I mean, I'm just like, he's saying excited over and over, but I, I need to get my thesaurus out. But I'm really looking forward. This, this kid's to, like 6'4", or something, and he's playing yeah. baseball. Yeah, wow. Yes, yes, the big defensive lineman. Evie, tell everybody how they can get your content. Oh, they can catch us at therebelwalk.com or they can follow us on Twitter at The Rebel Walk or me at Ole Miss Evie. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Ole Miss Evie, the angelic tones. Kevin Hagan when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. 
Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at T-LineNash.com you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024 That's 615-439-1024 And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. If there's a drama stream anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show is there to break it down. Kevin Hages, every Friday, he's back. Addressed a bunch of questions you folks had when we had this conversation. Take a listen. Let's begin with a request. P. Hull on Twitter wants an update, Kevin, if you have one, on Eli Gold. Yes, great question, Bill. Uh, Eli Gold, the 69-year-old native of Brooklyn, uh, New York, uh, if you'll remember, announced on January the 6th that he is uh, being treated for a, as he says, a treatable form of cancer. Um, he is still undergoing that treatment. 
Uh, all indications are that it's going well. There's been no official word from the Crimson Tide Sports Network, uh, but I'm sure that Eli, his goal is to get back in good enough health to be able to return to the broadcast booth for the 2023 uh, Alabama football season. If there is an announcement about such, I wouldn't expect to hear anything about that bill till uh, till mid to late summer. But uh, just continue the prayers for Eli, and let's hope that that cancer treatment continues to go well. Thought about this earlier. Ohio State apparently is having problems in the name image likeness world, which I would never think would be the case. Apparently, Gene Smith, the AD, the administration are not aligned with the football program or their collective trying to raise money and trying to be competitive with the big brands out there when it comes to the topic of money being raised and name image likeness. And we talked about it on the Thursday show. I know early on, Nick expressed some disappointment at what was going on at Alabama. Can you update everybody? Is that more along the lines of what Nick was expecting? Is he happy with that? Well, you know, as I, as I mentioned on the show last week, uh, we just found out right before we came on that Alabama had announced a new collective called Yay Alabama, um, which I've already joined, and I encourage all Alabama listeners, uh, all Alabama fans, to join the Yay Alabama collective. Uh, once again, it is Alabama. You know, some schools have multiple collectives, and I have no idea how in the world you manage that. It is the official single source collective of the University of Alabama. I can say this, um, Alabama's had some frustration with their collective um, in terms of uh, you know re having some big boosters reach out. Uh, Greg Byrne uh, has mentioned to both the football and the basketball coaches that he's working diligently. And, and as it's been related to me, from, from those high up in the athletic department. Um, some, and I'm not saying our collective is failing by any means whatsoever. But I think initially they thought that people would just whip out their checkbook and write a big check, right? Get behind the collective. Um, we've had some very powerful boosters. Then when Greg Burns sat down with them and talked about this, um, their opinion is it's the University of Alabama we are arguably the greatest tradition-rich program in the history of college football. Uh, you can make the argument that we still have the best football coach in the history of college football right now in Nick Saban. So they have a hard time understanding why do we need to pay big bucks to get these kids to come be a part of that? It's Alabama. I mean, almost the argument, I kind of understand if it you know, takes money to get somebody to go to Lubbock for three years to be a Texas Tech Red Raider. So we've experienced some pushback with some big boosters who understand or have, you know, have issues with why am I doing this? But it doesn't mean that it's not moving forward. Um, and uh, the great Aaron Suttles, my friend Aaron Suttles, who used to write for the Atlantic, he's been hired. He's going to be the official writer for EA Alabama. So, um, you know, Greg Burns working his butt off. And both coaches have told him, you know, I mean, we, we want a new arena. We want this. We want that. But both coaches realize, and Greg Burns on, on totally on board with this, the importance of NIL. But it hasn't always been as easy as we thought it was going to be, Bill. Question on Twitter, Kevin Egan with us. How much different will the offense look under Tommy Reese? 
Of course, we won't completely know until we get into spring practice, but I'm, I would expect it to be a much more, I'm going to use the phrase, traditional Alabama offense. Uh, doesn't mean we won't ever pass the ball again. He likes to use utilize the tight end, which is good news. Um, but I think we're going to see, uh, uh, you know, we kind of gotten to the point, Bill, where we've become quasi-Oklahoma, if you will. And, you know, going to the spread stuff and gotten to the point where at times we, when we needed to be physical inside the 10-yard line, we really couldn't. I don't think we're going to have that problem. I think you're going to see Alabama uh, really go back to a power running game, uh, the passing game built off of that. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Tommy Rees uh, bring the Alabama offense back in that direction. But you have to excuse me bill but you have to give some you know some of this has not always been on the offensive coordinators i've mentioned many times there were times last year at the beginning bill where we could not line up and run the ball for three yards when we had to so you know that limits what you can do so uh with the offensive line taking a huge step forward uh this year and second year line coach eric wolford i think we're going to see a much more traditional power alabama offense and i'm excited to see that top ranked Alabama basketball team losing to Tennessee and on the private board where you post some, I saw where you said you were worried about that. Yeah, I never have felt good about this game from the time we look at the schedule. I never expected Alabama to go 18-0 and in basketball. <laughs> You're just not going to do that in the SEC. This game worried me. It was, you know, you had Auburn on the road and you had Alabama going to Knoxville. Tennessee's a really strong team, play great defense. Uh, then once they put the number one bullseye on our chest on Monday, and I was probably the one fan. I mean, it's an honor to be number one, second time in school history. Um I thought, wow, yeah, that's just what we need, the number one bullseye going into Knoxville. So I was not surprised that Alabama didn't get out of there with the win last night. Uh, you have to credit Tennessee in their, in their defense. Um, there were some, you know, questionable uh, charge block calls in the second half, which in no way, in my opinion, had anything to do with the outcome of the game. I was really frustrated with Brandon Miller's quote, quote, blocking foul with about 520 to go. Uh, it's a good thing my pastor wasn't sitting next to me because uh, I had a couple things to say about that he shouldn't have heard. Uh, but it didn't the outcome. The outcome of the game was the fact that Tennessee scored 26 of 68 points off of Alabama's 19 turnovers. You can't turn the ball over 19 times in March and expect to continue to march on. So it's a good game for Alabama to have under their hat against a very physical team. And because you know, you're going to face all kinds of teams and all kinds of styles when you get to March. So uh, it's just a building block. I will say this, though. Um, I really wouldn't want to be the Georgia Bulldogs rolling into Coleman Coliseum on Saturday, though. Kevin Egan with us. You teased last week that you would talk a little baseball with the season starting. Yeah, I love college baseball, and it's that time again, believe it. The Alabama Crimson Tide Friday opening their season at home with a three-game series against the Richmond Spiders. Um, it's the sixth year, if you can believe it, of the Brad Bohannon era. Uh, Alabama uh, ranked number 20 in D1 baseball's preseason poll. Um, number 25 in the in the College Baseball Writers Association poll. Uh, and a matter of fact, yesterday, D1 Day Baseball said that they projected Alabama to be a two seed in the Virginia Tech Regional. If I, I know there's a lot of Alabama fans have been very frustrated with the baseball program and very frustrated with Brad Bohannon and the fact that we, <clears throat> we haven't had more success. I am firmly entrenched in as a supporter of Brad Bohannon. I know that doesn't always make me popular with people. Um, for the first time in Brad Bohannon's six years as a baseball coach, he returns uh, all three of his starting pitchers, his Friday, Saturday, and Sunday 
pitchers and Garrett McMillan, uh, uh, Jacob McNary, and Grayson Hint. Grayson Hint is actually a third-team All-American uh, by Baseball America. Uh, so that's huge. I mean, getting all three of your SEC starters back is huge. Ben Hess returns as a midweek starter, and he's going to push for some weekend duty. Um, the reality is, though, Bill, uh, Alabama did not make the NCAA tournament last year. They did in 2021 uh, going to play in the uh, – uh, Rust in Louisiana region eventually getting eliminated by the home team, uh, Louisiana Tech. The reality is, and as much as I love Brad Bohannon, I think he has to make the NCAA tournament this year uh, to keep his job, and I certainly hope that happens. Uh, the SEC preseason poll had Alabama pegged as the number five team in the West. So, I mean, we talk about SEC football, Bill, and we do, and it, as we should. And what a great football conference we are. But, man, Bill, it doesn't hold a candle to SEC baseball. And then you stop and think about we're going to bring Texas and Oklahoma into SEC baseball. It's just the wealth of talent in, in the conference in baseball is absolutely insane. I mean, you can be, what, the number 20 team in the country in the SEC and end up being like ninth in our conference. It's just absolutely insane. So when you fall as deep as Alabama did there for a while, it's very hard to come back and move you know, back up the pecking word because SEC is just so, so strong. Outstanding work, Kevin. Oh, I, I didn't have my clock going. Did I, did I make it okay in time-wise? I'm sorry. No, no this, this is there you go. <laughs> Kevin Hagan joins us every Friday, and we address the questions you folks had. Yeah, we have to tape it on Thursday, and uh, I'm glad somebody brought up P. Hall on Twitter. Eli Gold. What's the latest update? He gave you the latest there on him. And, again, I think the goal is – if it's doable to have him ready for the football season. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I don't know. Apparently his treatment's going pretty well, though. Just just hope, hope he comes out and he's able to broadcast again. He's good. Yeah, he's good. The, he is the best football, college football, play-by-play man in the SEC. All the guys in the SEC who retired or passed away, Kaywood Ledford at Tennessee, John Board, Larry Munson, Jack Crystal. We could go down the list. None of those get replaced by somebody as good. And that's not to demean the ones that are doing it now at all. You just can't replace them. Eli Gold is – as good as you're going to get at Alabama. He's just, he's outstanding wherever he'd be. He is fantastic. Yeah, he is, he is absolutely fantastic. Tony says, Kevin, please tell us the Kevin Steele hire is just a stopgap until Jeremy Pruitt is cleared to coach again. That is a theory that is prevalent and may well be true. Obviously, we're not going to get anybody at Alabama to acknowledge that. But, yes, if you'll remind me, I'll pose that to Kevin next week.
Georgia dog. Billy, we had Eli on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show. He was wonderful. No, he's a good guy. He is a truly good guy on top of all that. Dom says, Bill, were you aware of the Irish play versus Lipscomb? Yes. The only reason, you know how I knew that? Jeff in the Borough. couple of weeks ago, Jeff in the Borough sent me an email. The band Jeff in the Borough sent me an email, and it said, Bill, also opening is Notre Dame playing Lipscomb. Notre Dame is in the 615 as we speak to take on Lipscomb. So, yes, but I have to give credit where it's due. I might not have known that if not for J.I.B. Yes. A guy who is banned from calling this show, unless there's a moment where we, we free him up, like we did a couple of weeks ago when Kentucky went to Tennessee and beat him at the Tommy Bowl. We allowed him to call that Monday, and he called. Yeah, Notre Dame coming in. I'll, what's the name, Dom, what's the name of that lefty kid that's so good that, that played as a freshman and actually eliminated Tennessee? I mean, other things happened in that game, but once they put him in the game, I could tell Tennessee's hitters had nothing for him. That really – Super powerful Tennessee lineup, which was so good all year. Had nothing for that lefty kid. Was it Jack something? I don't know, but remember, didn't he? I know he was thinking about transferring. I know he might have gotten in the portal, and then he decided to stay. That kid and the lefty for Vanderbilt, I was so impressed with. P. Hall says, Bill, thanks. Always enjoy listening to you and Kevin. Yeah, that was an Eli question. I might not have thought about that. Jack Finley. Okay. That's right. Jack Finley. I assume they'll see him this weekend. Lipscomb, good luck. Omni Nashville Hotel. Clones, what do we want when we're craving protein or we need some more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. What we want is beef, pure and simple. So where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your father's jerky. It's not shriveled, dry, and tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. So it's tender and it's tasty. It's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for their relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four great flavors that satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest that goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, clones, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? 
relief. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hymns.com slash joy. At Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise. Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker. Carter Holton is the one for Vanderbilt. He starts today. Yeah, in the TCU game. Problem is, it's on Flow Sports. I don't even know what that is, but I'm not going to order it. That's disappointing. I thought I was going to be able to get Vanderbilt on ESPN+, but it's on Flow Sports. Not happening. It'll be on the radio on WNSR, though. So that is a saving grace. Darn it. I was all excited. Savannah Blue Blood says, Bill Carter Holton graduated from my alma mater, which is Benedictine in Savannah, through a complete game as a freshman in the state championship final. Yeah, we've got people over in Savannah. One guy in the audience, son, played on that baseball team with Carter Holton. But, yeah, I know Savannah is very proud of him. He, that guy is fantastic. I mean, he's a lefty. He's got, 
I mean, I, I know this this is probably not a good comparison, but I think he could be a lefty Jack Leiter. Again, lefty and righty mechanics are, you know, arm slot and all that's usually a lot different, right? I mean, it's just different. Lefty, if you're – lefty's an advantage, right? This kid's got the power. He's got the other pitches. He is – he's something else. He's the kind of guy – he's a shut-down Friday night pitcher on any level, on, on the college level and all the way up too, I think. The only thing, the only knock I hear about him is he's about six foot, right? Or or somewhere in there. I don't even know that Leiter was six foot. And sometimes the knock is, and you get that in football and basketball too, right? But takes a lot of effort. It's it's hard on the arm, all that kind of stuff, which, again, could be the case. Jeff, too, says, Bill, an announcer that does not get credit is David Kellum. I've known David since about the late 80s. Does the Ole Miss games. Says cherry on top for your show when Googling the name David Kellum. Yeah, David David used to own a couple of radio stations down there too. I think he sold them. But yeah, he's been there a long, long time. And um he may be the most veteran of the play-by-play. I'm guessing he is in the SEC. Manning been on that job for the longest. He's probably the most veteran. And he does it. David's not a real big, you know, look-at-me kind of guy. He's very, very reserved, super nice guy. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yes, David Kellum. It's a good point by Jeff, too. I'd forgotten about him. But he is, no, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. Savannah Blue Blood. Bill, you're a Dodger fan. He said, I thought Tennessee was mainly Braves and Reds. Well, yeah. Now, now this is Tennessee. It depends on what part of the state you're in. If you're in Nashville, Middle Tennessee, and, you know, this this contiguous area, it's definitely Braves. If you're in West Tennessee, it's the Cardinals. So if you're in the Memphis area, Western Tennessee, it's absolutely the Cardinals. Has been forever, still is today. Reds, I would say maybe back in the 70s with the Big Red Machine when you had Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, Dave Concepcion, that whole group. And then when did they – they won the Natty in 19 – wasn't it 1990? Marge shot when she was the owner. But it's not as much Reds as it might have been back. We used to get – one of our local affiliates back in the 70s carried the Reds games, if I'm remembering correctly. I think it was Channel 17. 
Somebody that goes back that far can tell me. As a kid, I'm pretty sure it was always the big red machine. They had so many of those stars we just reeled off. George Foster left him off. But but not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Not here. It's it's Braves overwhelmingly in this area. West Tennessee, it's the Cardinals. I don't know. Is I think East Tennessee is probably Braves too. Yeah, Rocky Top in that area, probably Braves. Now, you're always going to have – now, this is like Alabama football. You're always going to have a Yankee fan or two or three or more wherever you're at, right? We got Yankee fans here. Kevin Hagan is a huge Yankee fan because of the Yankee brand and all of that. People have been adopting Yankee baseball, not just New Yorkers, all over the planet forever. And the same happens with Alabama. People adopt Alabama. And they were doing that dating back to the 70s with Bear Bryant. Yeah, not new. But, no, I'm glad he brought that up. It's kind of interesting when you break down the uh, regions. But it's big. Alabama is huge Braves territory as well. Big. All right, we'll get to break. Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. 
Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Saturday, February 18th as your Nashville Predators take on the Florida Panthers. And Tuesday, February 21st, don't miss your Preds taking on the Vancouver Canucks for college night with the University of Alabama. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights to get your Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. That's NashvillePredators.com slash college nights. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> He knows all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. Brad Powers coming up in about 10 minutes. Oh, no telling what he's going to say about that Jack Swarbrick email. <laughs> uh, I wish, seriously. I don't know who all's addressed that. I wish my audio clip where I'm reading his email response got to him to where he could hear it. And you know what? It might. But I would give anything to know that he heard my reading the email but going through it line by line and translating it. My critique of it. I would love to know that he heard that. And then, you know what would be even better? It agitating him to the point where he called me. That would be even better. That would be a gorgeous moment. It would. It would. I... That would be fun. That would be so much fun. Georgia Dog, did you see this Saturday down south and they're projecting win totals? This would be football. Georgia, 11 and a half. Tennessee, no, no, Alabama next. 10 and a half. So Georgia 11 and a half, Alabama 10 and a half, LSU 9, Tennessee 9, Aggies 7 and a half, Auburn and 
Who is that? Oh, Arkansas. Also seven and a half. Arkansas seven. Ole Miss seven. Florida six and a half. Kentucky six and a half. Mississippi State six. Missouri five and a half. Vanderbilt four. Probably skip somebody there. Who did we? Anyways. So they got LSU and Tennessee at nine. If you could bet those, what would you do? Georgia, 11 and a half. So basically, you have to bet, if you're going to go over, you have to bet Georgia to go undefeated, which I would probably bet that before I would bet they lose, even though history says if you're Georgia, it's hard to keep going undefeated. What if Georgia, who's going to be easily favored in every game that we know on their regular season schedule, what if there's a Missouri game except this time you don't pull it out? Obviously, Missouri does not have anything player for player for Georgia. But you could hit one of those days where you're just not right. That could happen. I don't know who I'd predict it to happen against, but it can happen, except this time you don't pull it out. It's for whatever reason. Now, Georgia can afford to lose a game and be in the playoffs. That would not be an eliminator per se, but the problem is who would you suggest would be the team? Could it be Tennessee in Knoxville? That's probably the only prayer of a chance. We were talking about, and it came up earlier, about Major League Baseball and Nashville being perhaps the next expansion location. We were talking about property. Somebody who goes by King James here on Twitter, appreciate this response, says Nashville already bought land near TSU. So Patton, it says here, according to this dude, that they've already done it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know whether they have or not. But that's what he says. Maybe they have. Yeah, maybe, maybe they've already grabbed a piece of property. Jeff, too. Bill, it's going to be interesting to see how well Nashville handles MLB expansion when that occurs here and what fan bases drop their team loyalty. Nashville is on the short list to get a relocation or new franchise, some projecting as soon as the next five to seven years. Yeah, I don't know. Kevin Hagan on Twitter, hope Nashville gets a team in the American League. Would love to travel to the Omni each year to watch the Yankees. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Now, Nashville is pretty much a National League city, is it not? But so I but I, I have no idea where they would be placed. I, I don't. Would there be some maneuvering? Would, would teams get moved around? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
Brad's coming up. About to get to the top of the hour here. Any questions, go ahead and post them. Any gambling questions, if you want to go back, revisit the Super Bowl, that works. And, oh, we'll get him to talk about Jack Swarbrick. Don't don't worry. I've got that one covered. We'll get him in here to talk about that as well. Basketball not far off at all. Yeah, not, not far off at all. And he'll be doing that once we get into March Madness college basketball. Brad Powers, when we continue. Happy Friday, y'all. Baseball starts today. College baseball. Omni Nashville Hotel.